Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. means that if we could all do our part, get the vaccine, continue to adhere to infection control guidelines until that point, we can start really thinking about normalization midsummer potentially, and, and certainly having a normal holiday season in 2021. So this is probably going to be much more like a decades-long battle that we have with the flu than a once-and-done battle that we've had with polio. I don't think the $2,000 checks uh, make much sense. When I see a coalition of Josh Hawley, Bernie Sanders, and Donald Trump getting behind an idea, I think that's time to run for cover. GFY, eggheads. <laughs> oh my God. Go for yogurt, you absolute <laughs> freaking doublespeak, clinical, bureaucratic, goddamn instructions, manual speaking <laughs> jerks. Screw, I cannot, you know what, we think maybe about a decade more of this would be advisable for you, maybe, mostly, now that I think about it, we know what we've decided, a whole room full of us smarties, we've decided that in fact you probably don't need any relief, uh, you know, and if you can manage to maybe follow the rules a little bit more, Maybe after a decade, you can resume your lives. We've decided in the in the halls of a big marble Washington D.C. building, and maybe you can get on with your lives and start to live as humans again. Perhaps, maybe if the rules are followed, but <laughs> it could go from pandemic to endemic, and we're not sure. Certainly, twenty twenty one is out the door. That the next three hundred sixty five days of your life. Moreover, we. Pretty much prescribe if you can manage to put a loaded gun into your mouth and just blow your brains out. It would go far to ameliorate the spread of the disease. So that's going to be our newest recommendation. <laughs> Long white lab coats, glasses, thoughtful, um, big new words. 
And um, that's what we've decided. So uh, after a careful eggheadery, we have decided that we know, we know so much about this virus. The healthcare community, the the all of the experts, the all the smartest people knew so much about the coronavirus that we didn't have any stockpile of any equipment to handle a coronavirus, <laughs> a virus that Bill Gates has been on the speaking tour talking about for a decade. He said one of these things was coming. You know, a virus, supposedly this kind of virology is something that Anthony Fauci has uh, been on for, for decades as well. But, you know, we just didn't, we couldn't get it done. So, huh, there's a virus coming. Yes, the virus is coming. Is the virus coming? Yes, it's still coming. Is the virus coming? Still coming. Should anybody make a call about the stockpile of anything yet? No, no. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Wait ever so much. A hold. Stay on target. Stay on target. The virus is still coming. Okay. Should we, um, should we uh, tell the co companies, pharmaceutical companies, that we need test kits immediately for this virus so we can find out who has it and where they're going, et cetera, so we can ameliorate it? No, no, no. The FDA will do all of that. The FDA will make all of those decisions. All the smartest people in the world. There's so many lab coats at those meetings. Have you seen them? The FDA will, will handle all of the testing. That way they can trace back you know, where these people went exactly. So the FDA is going to do it. Uh, sir, the FDA is un incapable of getting it together enough to create enough tests. Okay, so we'll, what we'll do is this. Plan B is we'll let the virus wash over us <laughs> on the East Coast, and then we'll really get into it. Then we'll really get in. It's remarkable. They're so, they're so intelligent. It's incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. It, and the Fauci, today is his birthday, by the way. Happy, Happy 89th birthday. birthday. 80th, I believe. Yeah, he's been in, in, in government <laughs> for 73 years now. Is his official uh, work um, anniversary. My God, they, it is incredible. And you know, it, you, these, these departments, the CDC, the FDA, Fauci's part of another uh, department. He's not even in either of those. He's his own. He's like the... Coronavirus, Department of Coronavirus <laughs> guy. All of these guys, and it, we, we get nailed by this stupid freaking thing. And then it, these eggheads tell us again and again disparate information. Right. Which kills me and Fauci himself. Well, I guess to me... What I don't understand is I don't understand the disconnect between the public image of Fauci, who essentially has been canonized into the sainthood of the American left in particular. But, I mean, really pretty broadly, he's considered this really heroic figure. Um, and at the same time, people really seem to feel that the U.S. bungled the coronavirus response to a huge degree. So that's what that's the disparity. This disparity that I just don't understand. How can Fauci be so perfect and saintly and wonderful and also the United States screwed up so badly? Because particularly at the beginning, we were doing everything this guy said to do, if not more. I mean, Trump closed the borders, I think, before people even said that that was a thing. You know, we went above and beyond. We did everything Fauci said, and I think he was very broadly liked. But the further this goes on, the more it becomes clear that Fauci has been dishonest from the get-go. This is his quote at the beginning. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. 
There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even be even block a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect per protection that people think it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. That is a... That's not just a wide lie. That is a deep lie. When right. he said to not wear the mask, he backed it up with these bullet mm -hmm. points. So... It, just to drive it into you mm -hmm. that absolutely, you know, at uh, I know a guy who works for a company and the company told all their employees, don't wear masks. Officially, the guidance is don't wear masks. You heard Fauci. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't. Incredible. Yeah. How many it's people died because Fauci specifically told people not to wear masks at the beginning of the pandemic? Right. And not just the people who died because the virus was spreading at the beginning and he was giving the guidance not to wear masks, but because that undermined his credibility for later on when he turned around then and said, wear masks, a bunch of people said, ha, can't fool me. Last month you right. said not to wear masks. So now one of the two times you're a liar, which is it? And then people just don't believe you. You know, that's, that's the problem. And, and you're right when you say it's a deep, elaborate lie. This is Fauci going into a whole reason why it is bad for you mm -hmm. to wear a mask. Right. And he never has to say he's sorry. He says, I don't regret it. I don't regret anything. I said then Fauci, Fauci later told 60 Minutes. Uh, because in the context of the time in which I said it, it was correct. Because in the context of the time in which I said it, it was correct. We were told in our task force meetings that we have a serious problem with lack of PPEs and masks for the health providers who are putting themselves in harm's way every day to take care of sick, pe sick people. So what she's saying is there is that I don't regret anything I said then because in the context of the time in which I said it, it was correct. No, in the context of the time in which you said it, it was a lie. Right. The, it was. He means it was correct. He's absolved was, his he, from by blame. By correct, he means it was the correct right. thing for him to say to us dummies to tell us not to wear masks. It was the correct decision for him to lie to us. That's what he means by correct. He doesn't mean his statement was factual. He means that it was a good choice to lie to the American people because we were low on PPE. And so... It was a good idea for him to tell us that masks were bad way back then. Remarkable. It's remarkable. The, the damage that this guy has done. I mean, the, the, Fauci is not... Fauci is a creation of anti-Trump hysteria. Mm -hmm. That is all he is. Yeah, because well, the stuff that he said back and gave us hope. This is a guy who's been there. He's 80 years old. He's been there for, since 19... Ought six. And he's told us, everybody told us how good and important he was. And he told us the timeline and people made life decisions based on this timeline. Can you try to help us understand when will life get back to normal? When, how long does yeah. this last? You know, it's going to be a matter of, you know, several weeks to few months for sure. That's in March. It's, uh, you know, in, in about eight weeks, it's going to be a happy one-year anniversary of this bull horse bleep. Mm -hmm. and I, I just, freaking eggheads, goddamn, they're <laughs> dangerous. It's, it's that they're dangerous is the problem. That's the problem. They're dangerous, and the, like, cult of Fauci is dangerous. This is from Olivia Detroit, who's on the COVID task force in the federal government. She tweeted today a picture of her Dr. Fauci ornament with the, hash with the hashtag Dr. Fauci Day. Hashtag Dr. Fauci Day. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, love, 
sunlight hurts my eyes. And something without water love. What, what must you everything's fine bill everything's fine what must it be like in the mind how no no this is what i want to ask mm-hmm. how much bigger than a lima bean must be the brain of a human being who would go by the dr fauci christmas tree ornament and have it on their tree i want Cranal photos of those people. <laughs> so she has her Dr. Fauci ornament, Olivia Troy, and she tweets, Happy birthday, Dr. Fauci. Thank you for your strength and perseverance in leading our country during one of the darkest times. No matter how hard things got, you were there. In Fauci, we trust. <laughs> so that's literally not only. Come on, Bill. Make it all okay. Make it okay. Ah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Christmas Eve. Um, little snowman. Icicles. So. Skating with my hot cocoa. <laughs> hot chocolate, by the way. I've always had a. We're going to be having some hot cocoa today. From Toast Cat. To Thank you very much. Thanks to Toast. Oh, and. In case you weren't, uh, you might need the music again. So you better get that ready again here for a second. But the Dr. Fauci ornament is carrying a little clipboard with a, with the words on it: "Keep calm and wash your hands." That's great. <laughs> That's great. So, everybody, you know what to get Tom for Christmas. I mean, sorry, Fauci Day. <laughs> In case. Uh... Uh... In case it wasn't explicit okay. enough. So let's, before, because Alice, I'm going to start. We have we Alice went to New Hampshire, illegally obtained uh, bourbon for the holiday, and we've got that's two an more, essential business. I'm we've got to two get more eggheads to get through, <laughs> Alice, and there's a chance that I may down that handle of bourbon during this podcast if we don't get this over with quickly. <laughs> Okay, okay. In so, the interest of Tom's liver, let's continue. This on is Dr. Hazeltine. Hazeltine, Hazeltine. I don't even. I think she says it in the yeah, audio. Uh, we'll okay, hear. this. Uh, okay. He's a public health expert, if you don't know. <laughs> Dr. Hazeltine, is that people will kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel as an excuse. As an excuse to start behaving free, to, <laughs> to act liberated, yeah, no. To maybe loosen up on some of the things that they've been doing. And a question everybody has is when there'll be herd immunity. Dr. Fauci has acknowledged he's moved his goalpost early on. It was 60 to 70 percent, yes. maybe about a month ago. He said 70, 75 percent. Now he's telling CNBC maybe 75 to 80 plus percent. I've been told, by the way, from my, mo- my moles in D.C. that uh, you in a couple of days, this is going to hold another presser, and it's going to be 115 to 107 <laughs> percent. Is that your thinking? And how long, realistically, should people wrap their brains around the fact that you have to wear a mask, you have to wash your oh, hands? Geez. Had you known this before? By the way, that's breaking news. We need a breaking news sounder. You didn't realize that they're suggesting masks and washing hands? Wait, but can we just can I throw something out there because this still bothers me? Why is hand washing thrown into these other things like that's normal? 
No indoor dining. Masks all the time, even if you're 100 yards away from all other human beings. Um, And hand sanitizer. And don't see your family and friends. And stay six feet apart and wash your hands. Like, which one of these things is not like the others? Who wasn't washing their hands before? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, like, okay, everybody, let's just make hand washing a thing that's like a permanent permanent choice. <laughs> it's a while before we're going to have that herd immunity. Well, I think there are a number of questions. Well, those are also things that you would list, Alice, when you don't know the answer. <laughs> so we don't know what this thing's doing or why it keeps coming back. You know, we just told you it would take two weeks, and now it's taken, uh, it's going on a year. So mostly we don't know. But you know what? Wash your hands. Um, face mask. <laughs> stay away from each other. I don't know. Uh, that you've asked. Uh, the first is, what about vaccine euphoria? F you, Dr. Ovaltine. I don't <laughs> want to hear anybody talking to me. Here's a new one. It's now vaccine euphoria is a new thing that we've screwed up on. Jesus. Can you imagine? No, the idiots are going to get vaccine euphoria. Do you understand? Yeah. Tell them to feed themselves into tree shredders and... Uh, Hopefully that'll... Uh... I think that is misplaced because it's going to be a long time before most people get the vaccine. Why do they love... How come they're only happy giving bad news? <laughs> That's it. And we need, as has just been said very clearly and eloquently, we need to follow the rules. And we're not following the rules. That's partly because we have leadership. I was just out there. <laughs> I was just out there watching people put the, you know, gelatinous gasoline on their hand as they walked into the place and with every person had a mask on. Yeah, everybody's following the rules. Yes, we're following the rules. Coronavirus doesn't care about the rules. Did you see, by the way, the article that Politico had today? Locked down California runs out of reasons for surprising surge. They can't figure it out. They've done all the lockdowns. They have all the masks. They've banned everything. But somehow people keep getting COVID. Could it be that there's a seasonal pattern here that we can't control just by telling people to wear magical masks over no, their faces? We've done we've done bad. We we've tried to self-liberate and that's which is encouraging us not to follow the leaders, both net federal leadership and state leadership in some places and saying don't follow the rules. And because states want to preserve their economies. And some of those states that are doing that not only don't have many fatalities, but have economies that are alive and, and humming right now. I don't understand. They're not following the rules. They're not listening to elected leaders. It's, it's as if they consider us completely uh, clueless, lacking credibility, and, uh, you know, they they have a disdain for us. People don't want to follow these rules. They're restra- Shut up, Ovaltine. <laughs> Shut up with it. If they're not following the rules. It's our rules. That's what it is. It's not, no. Other than that, if they just listened to us, this would be perfectly contained. Even though if they just listened to us, they also wouldn't be following the rules because our rules change. And they they contract and they expand and they contract and they, they expand. We don't really know why, really. We move goalposts. Exactly. The spike things. goes up. We start shutting you down. You continue to die. We yell at you. The spike <laughs> goes down. That's understandable. The second thing is what can we really expect? We're learning now a lot really quickly about this virus. And it may be. That what we're looking at is not once and done like polio with the vaccines, but much more like the flu, where we're going to have this move from pandemic to endemic, where we're going to have to keep... Which means you're going to need me. (laughs) 
keep all of us on, and Fauci too, and Burks, and all these people who should not be television stars. Really good track of what's going on and adjust our vaccines to the strains that emerge. These strains that are emerging mm-hmm. are very troubling. We don't have the full picture, but I believe because we haven't looked in the United States, we haven't found. But you'll see, I think, in the next few weeks that we have our own homegrown strains and we have to start thinking about adjusting the vaccines. So this is probably going to be much more like a decades long battle (laughs) that we have with the flu than a once and done battle. That we've had with polio. And that's going to require you to follow mm-hmm. the rules for the next 10 years. So, so uh, 15 days to slow the spread? <laughs> no, we meant 15 years yes. to slow the spread. Sorry. Yes. When Just we said stay that, locked up a little longer, yes. like another decade or two or five. When, you when know? we said that, we, we meant uh, 3,600 days. <laughs> and then we'll reevaluate, but don't get ahead of yourself. Dr. Vin Gupta, He's a guy yelled at us about wanting to be liberated. Are you getting your uh, vaccination this week? Uh, tomorrow morning, and I'm and I'm grateful for it. Um, Chuck, I just wanted to say, uh, just a follow-up on what Yasmin mentioned. Uh, just for your viewers out there, um, I, I know one of uh, the, the individuals who we just saw getting vaccinated is planning on traveling after the second dose. I, I, th- this is a source of confusion, but no, I, I, this is one of the misperceptions here. Just because you get vaccinated with that second dose does not mean... You should be participating in things like traveling in the middle of an out-of-control no. pandemic or that you're liberated from masks. Everything liberated. still applies until all of us get the two-dose regimen. And we don't think that's going to happen until June, July. But And, again, this goes back to what we just talked about, yeah, Chuck. nobody's liberated. Just because you get vaccinated yeah. with that second dose does not mean – you should be participating in things like traveling in the middle of an out-of-control pandemic or that you're liberated from masks. Mm-hmm. Everything still applies until all of us get the two-dose regimen. And we don't think that's going to happen until June, July. But mostly wipe your calendar till 2030 because <laughs> nobody's going anywhere. Dr. Vin Gupta was invited back on the show. Why not? All the other crazy, egg-headed, bureaucratic, know-nothings get on means that if we could all do our part and get the vaccine continue to adhere to infection control guidelines until that point, we can start really thinking about normalization mid-summer potentially, potentially and, and certainly likely. having a normal holiday season in 2021. We could think about rewarding you with a normal holiday season next year. What Charlie Baker might even call the holiday season. Right. <laughs> potentially, there's a Okay, uh, Dr. Ben Gupta, thank you very much. And again, the message yes, here, and I know this is the day before, the day before Thanksgiving, but please don't travel. Please, uh, before Christmas, sorry. Please, please. It, this is not the year for it. We, we want next year. Please don't travel and get the coronavirus. Just stay in your house and have it kill you there, please, okay? <laughs> Jesus, please don't travel. God, it's so sanctimonious. It's incredible. We'll obviously continue to closely monitor this data, including new cases and hospitalizations as we head into the brunt of what I might call the holiday season. <laughs> okay, so you can't have liberation until 2030. Also, you can't have any money. More eggheads, economic egg, eggheads. This is Obama's economic guy, uh, Larry Summers. Uh, wants you to know that, no, no, he's done a lot of things. A lot of very smart people, hemmed and hawed, and a lot of Zoom conferences. If they've come to the decision that you don't need the 600 As a matter of fact, it's bad if you get the 600 I don't think the $2,000 checks uh, make much sense. No. The real issues. 
I don't think the $2,000 checks make much sense. I'm doing great. <laughs> I've got this house, two more houses. My friend Dr. Burks uh, has a house here, one in Delaware, one in Florida, one on Ipswich Island or whatever that is. My and other my- friend, Dr. Ovaltine, has three houses, <laughs> including one in Martha's Vineyard. Vin Gupta, my other friend, he's doing really great. He's got four houses. And, you know, all of my friends have plenty of houses. We're having a great time. We're not suffering financially. Business has never been better. I don't think we need the two thousand dollars. Going to be sustaining this expansion. You think about it, the nine hundred eight stimulus bill probably would pay out two hundred to two hundred and fifty billion dollars a month for the next three months. The level of compensation is running about thirty billion dollars a month below what we would have expected it would. GDP is running about seventy billion dollars a month below what we would have expected it would. So in a way that's quite unprecedented, we have stimulus already much more than filling out the hole. And given that... You're already, you've already gotten your money. You're doing You're, better than you yes. were, actually. In fact, you owe us. <laughs> I, once, I, I, I got a job uh, once where I got a um, promotion. <laughs> and I, and my first job in radio, actually. And, uh, but I wasn't in radio. I was like at the front desk and then I got a promotion to a bigger, an actual radio job. And, uh, and the guy, my boss explained to me how, in fact, I was already pretty much overpaid. <laughs> and in a way I owed the company. If you think about it, you know, the opportunities you've had the amount you've made already. Like, Jesus. <laughs> but that's what it's like. It's like, oh, actually, well. If you take a look at my spreadsheet here, what you'll yep. discover is that you're actually doing better than you were before the pandemic, believe it or not. You might feel like you've been screwed and you can't open your business and you're losing money and you can't pay your rent. It might feel like that to you, but that's actually an illusion. You're actually doing really well. Too well, in fact. In to the models that we've forecasted here, <laughs> that uh, you'll have that $2,000 in about... Um, 10 years or so, <laughs> right around the time that you're allowed to leave the house again, which is going to be super convenient for you. So we've decided that this case is uh, over. We're done here. Thank you. Lots of a hole is from the fact not that people don't want to spend, but that they can't spend because they can't take a flight or they can't go to a restaurant. I don't necessarily think that the priority should be on promoting consumer spending beyond where frigging egghead moron gumbo that we're listening to. <laughs> it's not about I, consumer spending. It's about people paying their rent and not getting their heat shut off and buying groceries. Well, like, we've put a lot into the... No, <laughs> that's... He's uncomfortable with the $2,000. Mm. That's not something... He's uh, got uh, a 401k that, you know, appreciates more than that, you know, every 10 minutes. So he doesn't really... <laughs> I mean, my Jack Russell Terrier, Dave, is smarter than this moron, who I guarantee you went to 18 Ivy League schools. We are now. So I'm not even sure that I'm so enthusiastic about the $600 checks. No, we're and taking I think those taking them back. to $2,000 would actually be a pretty serious mistake that would risk a temporary overheat. <laughs> I need to. I need to grab the bourbon. <laughs> Temporary overheat. <laughs> We've determined that you uh, that we get to abscond with your money. We get to compromise your freedom. We get to make sure that you're not liberated. 
because there's temporary overheat happening, and then there's going to be a vaccination high or whatever the last guy Euphoria. said. Jesus, can you imagine? You idiots might overheat yes. the economy with no, your I vaccine know. euphoria and your $2,000. You, you hear the overheating the economy term, and you don't understand what that means. And that's because our minds here, we're on a level up here. Don't try <laughs> to. Just stay inside. God damn, I don't like these people. <laughs> I would like to see more assistance to state and local governments. Yeah, they do a really Bail good job. Bail out the states, please, who've made bad pension deals over the last three decades. Bail out those states. Those are the people who need it. Absolutely. I don't see them squandering any of that money. I would like to see more money put into testing, uh, more money put into accelerating uh, vaccines. I believe that is adequate at the moment. Yeah. I believe there is testing. There's vaccines coming out the wazoo, by the way. More money put it in the vaccines. We gave every pharmaceutical company a blank check. Right. Just make whatever the hell you can. We'll pay for it. Which I think is one of the nice things about living in America that we, quote, have the money. Mm -hmm. That's why we have. Thank you, Larry. That's already taken care of. But the people are broke, Larry. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You, it, this might be a shock to him, but there's people... I. You know, I assume he just thinks they're irresponsible morons or something. But there are people that had businesses or were driving Uber or, you know, whatever they were doing that is now a revenue source that has dried up for them. Or they have to pay for care for an elderly relative that they can't visit anymore. Or they have to pay for care for their kids or whatever it is. I mean, there's a thousand ways people's lives have been upended. And the mm -hmm. idea that he can't comprehend that the $2,000, it shouldn't even be called stimulus. That's a stupid word for it. It's not stimulus checks. Right. It's relief checks. Well, this is because people are desperate. That's not strong enough for it. The, the government has taken the people's livelihoods away in when it didn't need to happen. The government mm -hmm. has shut people down. They've squandered. They've I mean, even if you think it needed to happen, even if you think that these things had to be shut down for safety, you still have to help the people that are getting screwed by this. You can't just throw all those people under the bus of safety, even if you think that the lockdowns are the only way forward, which I, I don't think that they've been particularly You're... effective. But even if, the, even if you think lockdowns are great and they work, you have to bail the people out that you have killed with the lockdown. Alice, that is a recipe for economic overheating right there, <laughs> and we are not going to let that happen. Gosh, David, I think it would be a real mistake to be going to uh, $2,000, and I have to say that... And I don't mind listening to myself, Stan, <laughs> if you can't uh, figure that out by now. When you see the two extremes agreeing, you can almost be certain that something crazy is in the air. And so when I see a coalition of Josh Hawley, Bernie Sanders, and Donald Trump getting behind an idea, I think that's time to run for cover. Right. That's in my professional formulation. If certain, uh, you know, political actors start convening and having a, a similar thought. No, no, cancel the checks, run for cover. Until the egghead community has decided that the checks are worth it. No, I'm uncomfortable with that. God. 
We really need to examine what their impact will be on the economy as a what whole. What are these people going to do with we... that money? They can't be trusted with it. We you talked know about, what? by the Buy way, buy them a vaccine and but, send them a care package. But seriously, you we we joke about it, but and people talk about it, 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 it a lot of times with what's that called hyperbole, mm-hmm. with hyperbole. Um, but really, their mathematics, by their formulations, they think that absolutely that's the right thing. Mm-hmm. No, you don't give out money in a situation like this. No, no, you just that doesn't make any sense to just be giving mm-hmm. out money. You're going to overheat the economy, and there's some, several factors. You got to think these, and in Ovaltine and Gupta also saying that you can't, you can't just let them go right out there. It's like you know, there's always that model of. You know, you know the the dangers of computers and robots. Mm-hmm. That if you if you like, um, I'm going to butcher this. There's a real there's a real saying out there, but I'm going to butcher that. If like a danger would be if you create the super cyborg mm-hmm. beings and you program it to you know eradicate cancer, then what's it going to do? Kill off humanity. Exactly, mm-hmm. because that's the main. And they're thinking in the same way. You know, yeah. the same absolute way. There's no humanity's not involved, like the lives and feelings, emotions. You know, heartache. No, 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 no. They're just looking at zero sum. You know, what's the best way to do this in a careful, careful, uh, programmatic way as we think and work through this with overheating and in vaccination euphoria factors that you must think. A very smart uh, public health person in Switzerland mm-hmm. has this theory that we should drop into this again. Well, right, and this is the Fauci thing too. Is it's not he's not telling us stuff because that's an accurate thing or an inaccurate thing. He's telling us stuff because it's the thing that he's decided will impact us the right way. Oh, I don't want them to run out and buy masks, so I better tell them masks don't work. Oh, we want them to stay in, so we better tell them this is just for a few weeks until a couple months. Oh, we want them to get the vaccine, so we'll tell them we only need 60% of the people to get the vaccine for it to be effective. And then what he told the New York Times today, it's interesting that the New York Times put out this kind of hit piece on Fauci a little bit uh, today on on Dr. Fauci Day, but... um, what he told the Times when they reached out to him for comment is that, you know, he's been adjusting his numbers upwards because he felt that the American people may now be ready to hear what he really thinks. We're, <laughs> we might have matured Beautiful. enough now to understand, you know, so a little more information in a little bit deeper way. So it, now he'll tell us a little bit more of the truth. And that now. doesn't doesn't that tell you about the unending amount of hubris he has? <laughs> it's not that just that he's manipulating. It's not just that he's disclosing that he's manipulating using untruths. Uh-huh. It's that he's patting himself on the back and right. celebrating his own cunning. I am so smart. <laughs> well, no, I don't regret anything that I said then because in the context of the time, it was a brilliant turn of... <laughs> it was incredible. That was a great move on my part. Absolutely. <laughs> it was the hidden ball trick I did. And, you know, the, the runner thought the other guy had the ball and we threw him out. It was wonderfully done. It's cr- It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Alice, you know what's not crazy? What? Have you heard of... All right, so I got this email from a guy named Mike Farley, who apparently I know. Because I said... So this is... So this guy is Michael... F- Mike Farley. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Media Group. Maybe he was... He probably was a... Worked for a campaign. Maybe he was... Maybe he was Scott Brown's guy. Years ago. 
he hits, sends me this uh, press release for immediate release. Wallace, W-A-L-L-I-S. Mm-hmm. That's this, a young lady's name or a group. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like Wallace. Lone, Lonely Christmas, the song, hits one million plus views on YouTube. Rising new talent charms the nation with soulful Christmas tune. Dateline, Pennsylvania, Lonely Christmas, the first single released by previously unknown 15-year-old artist Wallace, has gone viral and has been viewed over a million, million times on YouTube. So, um, this, uh, okay, I'm still in awe when I realized that I was expecting to have a few family and friends tune in, never expecting, and she's got a very homegrown video as well. Mm-hmm. So, I listened to this song by Wallace, I, I usually never do, when somebody sends me their Christmas song, usually it's like a washed up. Uh, musician or something like that or a local mm-hmm. person from the community who's got some of them are funny because they're so bad but for the heck of it I just said you know what I'm going to listen to Wallace's song Lonely Christmas okay featuring the Shriver sister so she's got to be Wallace Shriver or so look at this so I'm going to play this song now and I tell you I think this thing is great This lonely, lonely Christmas I can't help but feel that this must be goodbye To dreams of mine are very planned That I made back in January I stare at my phone alone at night Am I doing this right? I feel like a reindeer in the headlights
Merry Christmas. I have already tweeted out that song and for the from my own Tom Shattuck uh, <clears throat> account. Now we'll go, <laughs> oh, no, We're about to have over. a not lonely Christmas at the Burn Barrel Podcast. Um, speaking of Christmas, I do have one more thing that I wanted to uh, tell our podcast friends about because uh, it's a... Uh, uh oh, Daddy's not on camera anymore. Uh oh, his camera's been moved. Can you tilt it down towards him, James? Good um, job, and James. now to the right a little. No, don't change mine, Sarah. Okay, Alice, what do we got going on? In the it's spirit okay. of Fauci Day, uh, the uh, web company GoDaddy had a very fun sort of uh, Christmassy greeting for their employees. Um, this is fantastic. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> so basically, they told them that they're getting six hundred bucks. Six hundred fifty. They sent out an email from Happy Holiday at GoDaddy.com under a glittering banner of snowflake and stamped with the words GoDaddy Holiday Party. Oh, well, it's very nice of them. That's we cannot, what a company. Though we cannot celebrate together during our annual holiday party, we want to show our appreciation and share a $650 one-time holiday bonus. To ensure you receive your one-time bonus in time for the holiday, select your location and fill in the details by Friday, December 18th. But two days later, the company sent another email. You're getting this email because you failed our recent phishing test, <laughs> the company's chief security officer wrote. You will need to retake the security awareness social engineering training. Good move, GoDaddy. <laughs> that is really smart around Christmas time. Right on point. 2020 is a year to do it. Yeah. Well done. That <laughs> seems good. The Ovaltine, think of that? That was... <laughs> I you know told what you. we'll do is uh, we'll use a classic fishing scheme and lure the idiots in. You know? And they'll, they'll want that $600. I've seen how they want money and freedom. I'm not comfortable with it, but we'll lure them in that way. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Have a are, anything else you'd like to hit, Alice? I mean, I there's, there's seventy three of us tonight. in this room at this point. So the <laughs> now the Christmas entire Eve. Shattuck clan is packed into our twenty uh, square foot studio. So. Christmas Eve is washing over us. Hey, Merry Christmas to everybody! Oh no, I, there's one thing I wanted to get to. One thing. One thing. No, don't go anywhere, Alice. One thing. Okay. Okay. One thing, one thing. Hmm. Nice around here, isn't it? I call it Christmas Town, better known as the North Pole. The Christmas tree forest. Yep, here's where we grow up. Nice place to live, you know. Is this creepy? I call it. Oh, Anson just hit his head in the <laughs> Are mic. Are you okay? <laughs> you all right? And now this is also this. This is a brow beating by Mrs. Claus. Eat. I'm busy, Mama. It's almost Christmas. Who ever heard of a skinny Santa? Eat. That's really Eat. a shot at him being inadequate, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's vicious, Sally. Any idea? What? Is... They can't hear what's happening. Oh, okay. Yes, my name is. Don't tell me. Jack. No, Charlie. That's why I'm a misfit toy. My name is all wrong. No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box, so I had to come here. We are in the minds of Ovaltine and Gupta and um, Larry Summers. We are all Charlie in the boxes. (laughs) 
stuck in the aisle of misfit toys. We just don't know. We're not smart like they are. We don't have lab coats. You know, we don't get to, like they do, we don't get to go visit our mother on Chiswick Island because um, our mom's lonely, even though we're a healthcare official who tells everybody to stay inside, which is what Dr. Burks did. That's exactly right. Uh, Alice, K. Shattuck, J.D., Esquire, Dr. Alice Shattuck, take over. Merry Christmas, everybody. This has been a special Christmas Eve uh, Burn Barrel podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast, the Parlor app at Burn Barrel Podcast. You can uh, send us an email, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. You can go on YouTube and check out our channel there, Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel. Write a review on your favorite podcast app, leave a comment, hit like on the videos, and subscribe. Say la vie. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.